0: You got to harness in the good energy, block out the bad. Harness, energy, block, bad. Feel the flow happy. Feel it. It's circular. It's like a carousel.
1: Redesign the feeling. Recreate your life.
2: Energy work. So hot right now.
1: The modality
3: you choose matters. Or does it?
4: As a man thinks in his heart, so is he.
5: Cutting the tension in the room. Make it chill out a little bit.
0: A master of the audio art form, David. (laughs) Oh I should have done like this. Welcome back to the Epic Podcast, your weekly dose of mental foreplay. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Jen.
2: I'm Austin. I'm
1: Joni. I'm Christina.
2: And I'm David.
0: And this week we're talking about biohacking with energy. Uh, So previous week we talked about biohacking through a variety of modalities, whether it was through nutrition or things that you could do, exercises, mental exercises, whatever. This week, though, specifically we're targeting it on – energy practices so there are a variety of levels of experience in this podcast um like you know i've i've got maybe a, a limited basis but i've gone through the uh, psyche basic which is short for psychological kinesiology uh, and psyche advanced but then there's people who have more much more even maybe <laughs> even maybe even businesses based around this whole thing so they're much more in depth <laughs> maybe they'd care to, to to take this a ton and run
2: so well it comes from we did that biohacking i think it was two episodes ago i don't know when it was when it's going to air but um and for my research particularly i came up I basically said energy work is the ultimate biohack and um if you're familiar with uh bruce lipton and the biology of belief uh as well as people like dr carol leaf um there's i know there's others out there that are Joe Dispenza, um more and more doctors and trained medical individuals starting to see that um beliefs and emotions and kind of those unseen energies um have way more to do with your health and your experience of living than you know than previously understood. And uh, you know, the biology of belief, I mean Bruce Lipton's main point is that it's not your DNA. It's epigenetics, which is essentially that the environment around your DNA actually turns stuff on and off. And you can turn on cancer or turn off cancer. You can turn on depression or turn off depression based on uh, the environment around your DNA. So, and he would say that the primary source of environment is vibration, energy, frequency. And those come from your beliefs, those come from your emotions. And, uh, And and thoughts and all of those things. So science is starting to mix with spirituality, Um, you know, in in the spiritual world uh, for years, for thousands of years, they have have essentially taught that your life is a reflection of your beliefs. Um, And they've done it in a different way. And now science is starting to realize that your life truly is a reflection of your beliefs, not just your your natural life, not just your relationships or your business or whatever, but even your physical life, like whether or not you have cancer, whether or not you have, um, you know, a particular ailment can often, if not almost always be tracked back to a belief or emotions or something in the unseen world of energy. And uh, a little test I like to do, you know, for people who aren't familiar with energy work or kind of think it's woo woo and weird. All you have to do is think of a president's name that you don't like. Like if you love Trump, you know, but hate Obama, then just think, you know, just think of and take five real seconds to think about Obama and you realize really quick that there's energy <laughs> that those emotions rise up. Or, you know, think of your least favorite political opponent, you know, and you're at your family dinner at Thanksgiving, or or different different emotions and thoughts and beliefs that, that we carry. And we don't realize just how quickly things literally become a pain in the neck, right? Your your uncle who's a pain in the neck. I mean, it's a literal. It's a real thing because that energy is always there. So um, I don't know if that's there's so much more to energy work, but in the context of it being a the a source of biohacking, I I feel like that's uh, the best explanation I can give at the moment. <laughs>
0: Right on, and like any uh, big company softball game, you bring in the ringer when it really matters. Today, we're bringing in the <laughs>
6: ringer. Right. Yes, and,
0: and uh, she did some research. So, care to share, Joni? You're the, you're ringer. the, ringer.
1: You're the ringer. I'm the I'm. <laughs> don't worry, I didn't follow that that baseball analogy either. So, you know.
2: bring it. yeah,
6: not
1: not a baseball uh,
3: no. follower. Well, I was just thinking. You know, you talked about your environment and kind of setting this up with. Um, how, how, we, how we know energy is a thing. How, why are we even talking about this? Because you do know that doctors are now saying to reduce your stress because it affects your body. So your environment, so your thoughts, so uh, all of that affects you. Um, we know that being around electrical equipment affects your body, you know, all these things. And we also know that walking through the forest decreases stress. That being in that environment, being around positive energy, increases the way you feel. So,
2: energy is everything. Quantum physics is obviously proving that more and more every day. That what we even what we consider to be solid matter is what is it? You know, ninety eight percent space or whatever. You know, it, it maybe it's ninety nine percent. Whatever it is, it's that everything holding all things together in between all of it is simply vibration, frequency, energy, ether. Lots of different names for it, and so if that is the vast majority of all things that exist, then learning how to uh, manipulate and affect those things seems like it might be the fastest way, and maybe not, and and possibly even the most uh, efficient, and uh, I can't think of the word—the thing that gets all of it done, um, <laughs> like. Yeah, thank you. That's I could think of the word. And the most comprehensive way to hack your body, hack your life, um, is through energy work and the different modalities that there are. So
5: I did a little bit today, watched a very uh concise video that Bruce darn, I don't even know. I don't think it was Bruce, but it was somebody did a mix of his stuff. But um the thing that struck me was the the division that he does of the conscious and subconscious or um, the conscious and subconscious mind and mm-hmm. how your DNA is essentially a blueprint. And, and this, this analogy was awesome, but uh, he said, your DNA is the blueprint and the subconscious is the contractor that puts that blueprint into effect. And so you can have, you know, obviously everyone has been subjected to crappy construction and good construction and so on and so forth. It doesn't matter. Uh, The plans will be the plans, you know, the house plans are going to be the house plans, but they don't uh, affect how the house will be built as much as the contractor does. And
2: that's uh, a good analogy.
5: You know, (laughs) (laughs) because it's it's yeah i mean and, and, and for a long time and this 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 was his point in saying you know for the longest time we thought that our genes that the dna that the blueprint was the one that actually turned things on and off like you were saying but it wasn't that it's 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 uh it's more of a how it's turned on maybe or or you know what what quality of turning on it does maybe I, I don't know, but it was just I, I, I thought um, his this this little video that I watched today was just amazing in in the sense that the more I understand the more um, I get Bruce's message. It's just like ah oh, wow it makes so much so much sense He says you know that um it's what 95 percent of our functioning is done by the subconscious mind
6: mm-hmm.
5: whereas only like five percent is done by the conscious mind the one and this is another one that i heard uh on at psyche when we were there um in michigan but um the subconscious mind has a processing power of of like 40 million bits per second is that it yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Whereas the, the conscious mind only has 40. So yeah. it's like you're you're literally being controlled by the part of your mind. Yeah, that is um, that has all the the blueprints. And you know, what kind of what kind of contractor is putting those blueprints into effect a crappy contractor or a good contractor?
2: Yeah, if you think about what your subconscious mind is controlling um and then there's other components of your mind like the the reticular activating system so like that like there is so much information available and there's so much stuff that needs to happen right so I'm while I'm talking I'm breathing while I'm breathing my heart is pumping while I'm blinking my eyes when I need to blink my eyes I'm moving my hands as I'm talking and all of those you don't have to think about those things right um, the conscious mind handles creative thought in a lot of ways. It handles those kind of, you know, conscious, intentional thought, um, growth, learning, stuff like that, Ch- decision choices, something like that, but everything else, everything else, when it comes to how your body and your existence works, your subconscious mind is, is the one running the program. And I love what Bruce basically says, like, so you want to start, you want to stop smoking, right? and you've consciously chosen to stop smoking, and you know six months later you're still smoking, you can't figure out why you can't quit. It's because unless, you're, unless it is so much in the front of your mind that, that not smoking is the most important thing, your conscious mind at its 5% of your life and existence has to be running at top speed on that one subject for long enough for it to override the 95% that your subconscious is just constantly on autopilot. And there's a reason that people have such a hard time changing um, traditionally without some of these energy modalities that we'll get into. Um, traditionally, it's so difficult to change. So, you know, quit smoking or I want to lose weight or I want to stop yelling at my kids. You know, all these different things that we, we want to do consciously and yet we look at ourselves in the mirror and go, I did it again. It's because there's a program, and it is like a computer. And another analogy I've heard him use that I like is, you know, um, when when you're working on a computer, the, the software and even the firmware behind everything is 95% of what your computer is doing at any time. But you might have a word processor open, like Microsoft Word, and you might actually be typing something. You might be on the internet. Like, you searching the internet is a fraction of what your computer is doing all the time, right? That computer is, is sending uh, video to your screen. It is downloading stuff in the background. It is, you know, it's making sure that the hardware can talk to each other. Like that computer is doing so much more, but you're surfing the internet, right? And uh, it is, you can use the conscious mind to insert new programming um, but there's, and, and that's what a lot of affirmations and stuff from like the, the secret, view you know, visualizations like that. You can try to program your sub, subconscious mind with the conscious mind, but that stuff typically takes forever. And a lot of people have found it doesn't work and they just think it's bullcrap. Um, these modalities, these energy modalities that we're going to get into, um, and I know Bruce Lipton, and we've talked about Psyche a few times, but, and Bruce loves that one. But, uh, yeah, that the difference between the conscious mind and subconscious mind and how your life reflects that um, is largely a discussion on beliefs and specifically. And beliefs is only one of the energies that we're working with.
3: That's what I was going to say is that, um, you know, one of the modalities that I looked at was um, – crystals or the sun or being outside because those carry a vibrational frequency and you can use that to manipulate your frequency which could be tied to subconscious beliefs and that's one of the other things I was looking at is it's all kind of tied together but that in a very practical way your environment and what you're interacting with and in a third way the people that you're interacting with also send out a frequency and a vibration into your life and can affect your energy so there's three things i think the subconscious beliefs are probably one of the biggest factors because if you change your subconscious beliefs then you may change the people you're around and the environment you're around but everything is going to affect all parts of you
2: yeah it's not a, it's not a mechanical system with cogs that can you know it is an, it's an organic system that's all intertwined, for sure. Can
5: can you, uh, for for the sake of the people that are, kind of very very new at this, can you can you show us like, an example and almost like an X-ray of what's going on, uh, as far as like a subconscious uh, reprogramming. In other words, like say. If you have somebody that, that, uh, I, I know, like, in he used Bruce used a, a, a lady that, or was it a kid? I don't know. That was at the store, and his mom made him feel like he was not worthy of of the candy that, not worthy of the uh, one dollar that it cost to get that candy bar. And it somehow got ingrained in his psyche or in his subconscious. Um, when you, um, how how does that play out in somebody's life, and uh, and then how would you or how how what is the process? Um, I, I don't know if we really want to get into a lot of detail, but what would it look like? Why why is this important? Is I can answer it, but I know my my <laughs> my response is going to be really small compared to what you guys like understand. Can of, of I say this.
4: one thing before you do that? Because it what mm. what Austin said earlier about the word processor and the computer running all the systems and everything made me think like something that I had thought of in relation to the affirmations and how they don't work is if you're on that computer or the computer's running all these programs and you're there typing something in the word processor for example affirmations typing affirmations typing affirmations and that being your modality to try to like make a new program in the computer but it's you're not you're not changing any of the processes in the background you're just i'm worthy i'm worthy i'm worthy over <laughs> right. and over. so to me that was a good that's a good visual um of why affirmations seem to be so clunky sometimes because it doesn't change anything in the background you're going to change that one document <coughs> yeah. I, because david used
1: the example of a kid in the store and mm. that's kind of like my wheelhouse i'm going to hop on that for half a second and just say that yes, as parents and people in, in relationships are communicating with each other, our words matter and they do either build up or tear down people's psyche. But the problem with saying, you know, what's, how do we fix this child? There is no one formula that will fix that child. Just like we have, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of different modalities on how to fix something and what might work for me isn't going to work for Matt and what might work for me today might not work for me two weeks from now and so the joy of this journey is filtering through what's working for me now what's the lesson that I need to learn now awesome taking it running with it becoming efficient and proficient with it and then something else is going to come our way where we get to learn and explore something different um on my own personal journey like I when we were doing Psyche I love Psyche and I I used it to to the best of my ability but now I hardly ever use Psyche I'll use sometimes I'll do the cross-sitting positions to think but when it comes to like how do I I fix a belief or whatever I'm using different modalities um and I used to be into crystals really a lot and I don't gravitate toward that right now because that's not the season that I'm in and so as much as, like, as humans, we want, we want to have a, a three-step process to get to the final project. It's not – that's not how it works. That's not how life works. That's not how spirituality works. It's, it's working through the, the, the mire and the muck to get to the end product that gives you that satisfaction of – the only thing I think about right now, I leveled up. And, but that's really, like, you're leveling up and you're going to this new level where – you might have something that reflects kind of the same situation, but you have to come at it with different tools to get to a different result. I kind of think that's awesome because that's
3: a great picture of what um, we do in life, just in general. Um, You went to Psyche and it served a purpose in your life and maybe that answered all the things in your life that Psyche was supposed to answer for you. And now you're continuing to grow and moving on to the next thing. Um, i I think it's unfortunate sometimes that people get stuck on one thing and that's it for the rest of their life. Sometimes that's what they're supposed to do and they're supposed to spread that message to other people, and that's fine. But to, I, I think as a society, we look down on change or look down on changing our mind and growing because they don't see it as growing. They just see it as, oh, something didn't work and giving oh, yeah, up. Being
1: wishy washy. You're wrong. Right. <laughs> Flip flopping. So,
3: props to you for growing and there's as i found a hundred at least a hundred different modalities so continue to push into things and find something that does work for you with where you're at so i think that's awesome
2: for me the number one rule i tell anybody like because this is largely most of these modalities you find in a spiritual community right so uh and i would say the most commonly well-known energy work modality is known as prayer um, uh, you know I mean it's the biology of belief in you know Jesus says when you pray believe that you have what you've asked for and it shall be given to you it's the law of attraction in a sentence by Jesus himself like so there is this innate understanding inside spiritual communities that we can affect the ether this unseen world we can something about us can touch that that invisible substance and change stuff and that's the truth. That is the, that is energy work in a nutshell. The, the, the thing is, is I always ask people, well, how's it working for you? Right? So if you've been praying the same way for 20 years and nothing has changed, I would suggest that maybe you, it's not
0: working. Right? Some, some people aren't and, so hot on thoughts and prayers right now.
1: <laughs> I've worked through my, my thoughts and prayers beef and I am at peace with it. And I can go into that if you want, or I can save it for another oh, time.
6: I was just interrupting Austin. That's all. You <laughs> <laughs>
1: just gave me a look like my wife is not cool with thoughts and prayers, but I've worked <laughs> through it. So and uh, me, it kind of going with yeah. Austin. Awesome was you saying. Mean you're like, not going to send me good thoughts if I have a bad day. I will, but I'm not going to send it to an emoji on some kind of social media platforms. And I'm not going to say prayers because that to me is words without actions or words without belief. Like what is that intent? Am I going to seriously sit down and thoughtfully think about you and thoughtfully pray for you? Yes. But if I don't have the time to sit down and, and to give you that honor and, and respect that you deserve, then I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm going to give you thoughts and prayers because that's just a ding on my own integrity and yeah, sure. character. It's okay. I don't
3: tell people I'm going to pray for them either.
1: <laughs> I, I, at the point now, I'm just like, whatever spiritual <laughs> vocabulary I'm calling it, Like I do something for you. And people kind of laugh and look at me weird. I'm like, but it's, it's genuine. You know <laughs>
6: Whatever.
1: I want to call it.
2: <laughs> I've had many people ask me to pray for them, and I've said no
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like, do you, you really don't want me praying for you because I'm gonna pray for um maybe not so much my will or your will will, but like the best outcome, and you might not like that, so you don't know if you want me praying for you because.
2: Well, prayer, when you pray, believe, right? And right. most people have been prayed for things so many times that they have no faith whatsoever. And so I've been prayed for a thousand times that this thing would go away. And will you pray for me? No. No, because I'm not, I'm not going to add to your unbelief.
6: Yeah. Like,
2: I'm just going to, it's going to be the, literally the antithesis of what you're wanting.
6: Mm-hmm. You're
2: going to pray again, you're going to walk away, you're not going to get it. And you're going to think, yep, God's holding out on, on me some more. So no, I'm not gonna pray for you because that's stupid.
6: Anyway. I it becomes digress. just what are just gonna take that quote. Like right apparently there. our <laughs> is It's just <laughs> an affirmation about the prayer. Right? What were you saying, Joni?
3: Oh, I was saying it it becomes just an affirmation at that point. That a negative just,
1: one.
6: You,
3: yeah, right. it can be negative. And just trying to reinstill a belief consciously, and that's not how it works.
2: Yeah. And that's the that's, that's the shit that <laughs> emphasis on shit that so many people are like, oh, this crap doesn't work. Well, right. there is an element of faith in all of this, um, and faith—not in the, oh, I guess I no science and every like literally biology. Like there is the realities of it that are being scientifically proven, but you can't see them with your eyes. And faith is the substance of things unseen, right? So there is this—you know—just because a doctor says it's happening. There's so many people that, are like, well, but I still can't really see it. So, well, maybe over time, there'll be enough evidence and studies done like that, where you'll start to realize that maybe stress is giving you cancer, mm-hmm. right? You can't see it giving you cancer, but uh, the medical industry is pretty damn sure that it gives you cancer. So stop, yeah. you know, and just people just kind of have this like, well... I mean, if I can get my arm cut off by an accident, I mean, clearly I know what the problem was. Well, all right. Well, if you want to live in that totally seen world and this unseen world has nothing to do with your health and the quality of your life, so be it. You're cruising for a bruising, but whatever.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think that a lot of people might hear that, you know, like the, the comment that, you know, that, that stress is giving you cancer. and think of that that is an extremely negative thing. But I think in reality, it's a very positive thing because we've been working oh, yeah, with this sure. idea of, you know, nature versus nurture, like, you know, it's, it's in your genes. It's out of your control. Like that cancer's in your genes. Well, guess what? It might be in your genes, but how you deal with life, how, how you allow those genes to be expressed is within your control largely. Yes. And so all of a sudden, you know, like, Oh, so if I go out of my way to make sure that I'm maintaining positive energy around me, that I'm, I'm sending myself them good vibes, um, and I'm, and I'm limiting stress. to so, you know, the times that I want to, have, you know, stress with purpose, like working out is stress with purpose. Um, and it has positive effects. But anyways, limiting yeah. this, the, 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 chronic stress that leads right. to the expression of those genes that causes cancer, all of a sudden it's, life is within your control. And so I think, uh, well, many people see it as a bad thing. It's, I think it's a great thing.
2: I've yeah. had so many people because I teach to teach that your life is a f- reflection of your beliefs. And a lot of people get mad, yeah, because you realize because it's oh well I didn't attract that and there's no reason that you know I got this happened to me when I was a kid there's no way that I had anything to do with that and they and they they feel powerful by being a victim as opposed to taking responsibility for the part they played and realizing wait a minute if I attracted this or I I vibrated on this frequency to have this happen sure wasn't a fan of the moment. Try not to do that again. But you're telling me I can change my frequency. I can change my life. And I'm actually, I actually do have the power. And that is, there's, there's always two, one of two camps that people, when they hear this, there's the group that they've had some crap happen in their lives and they walk away offended and hurt. And how dare you tell me that this is, that I have any control over what all this stuff that's happened to me. And then there's a whole other group that, that walks away like, this is awesome. I can change my life. I actually have power again. And, uh, it's the same message. just a matter of how you hear it.
5: I um, <clears throat> Yeah. Darn. I, sh- I probably shouldn't go here.
6: <laughs> do, it. Um,
2: do it. Do it.
5: I mean, let's, let's just, let's just flat out say that. I mean, there, there is a lot of victim mentality peddling that that's going on in our country today. I mean it's 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 almost glorified to be considered a victim or a an oppressed minority or something of the sort. Mm-hmm. and so you know it's because you're oppressed. it's because of x, y, z that you have not been able to do these things that you have not been able to succeed the way that you want to succeed um, and 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 just go go there, hey maybe you have some responsibility for your life <laughs> and see what happens. I, I, the, the reason why I was agreeing with you so profusely <laughs> was because it makes total sense. I mean, who wants to, who wants to hear that the problems in your life are your own fault? You know, nobody does. And when you go there, when you, when you, when you say, Hey, you know, Maybe you have some responsibility. It, it, you know, it makes your your, it takes you off, and ma- it makes you, like you said, how dare you say that? You know, you don't know my life. You don't know what I've been through. Nothing, nothing was my fault.
1: Well, and I think the- when Matt was talking about like the the physical genetics that's passed down. There's, I think, there's a, a, a certain level of mental or thought process that is also inherited, as well as. Taught or learned, and so a lot of times um, when there's this learned helplessness or generational poverty, people don't have the thought process, or they're not thinking about how can I be different, what can make things change. And so when you do hear about those Cinderella stories about how someone came out from the slums and made it and is now a millionaire and like building houses for people, like that's the story we want to cheer cheer on because that's the culture in which we've created these. larger than life Superman kind of stories. Whereas if we were to do it for, if everyone was to take responsibility of their individual life and their actions and they can say, Hey, you know, like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and something terrible happened to me. Um, and that might've been a chance that might've been something that was thought, or maybe my mom was thinking about it, but then to not have that thought process, that reflection to say, Hey, that's not going to happen to me again, or I'm going to fight back and I'm going to stand up for myself. But just to kind of go down that slot, that thought process of not being able to fix yourself and needing someone else to save you or to give you hands out instead of thinking, I am the only, my own savior of my story. I can conquer those things. And that's not something that we're teaching and that's not something that we're promoting and that's not something that um, as a whole we're giving resources for. I mean, there are sects of it, but in order for us to like make it a standard, it's, it's not there yet.
0: Who's we in that?
1: I mean, we, you what said, did I say? We're, we're not
0: doing these things. Who's...
1: I would say the, the general population, like us, we're doing, we're making a mark, you know, we're, we're leading the way, but we're a small minority. It's not the majority yet. And that's where we're going. And that's where, what we're planning for and shooting for. But there's a lot of things that need to get in place. Can't say everyone listen to Bruce Lipton and, and get the secret in their lives. Like, how do we get there? How do we get it? So everyone has these. One, has the motivation and the drive to actually want to do it. And then two, how do we get those resources into their hands?
0: Maybe I'm we not. could do
2: a podcast.
1: We are. That's why I said we're doing our role. And then when the yeah. masses hear us all over.
0: On a fun note, I think, you know, obviously you want the message to spread and, and, and you know, additional prominent voices to pick it up and run with it. And we, we've mentioned Bruce a couple of times here. I recently, I, I think it was on Instagram, I saw, I think it was Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and I, I'm, I'm saying I think, I, I don't recall, I didn't write it down at the time, but um, she's very scientifically oriented. She brings up a, a bunch of great things on her show, which is, I think, Found My Fitness, and one of the cool things that she just posted on it was basically you know, epigenetics and the idea that um, people who are looking to, um, to, to pass on their genes, uh, if they begin a 30-day exercise regimen or well, I guess this would, in this case it's men because it's directly related to uh, their semen. We'll will show the results. Hmm. Like, um, so you're able to express differently in a variety of ways. Thank you for that biohack. You can, you can paint the walls in different. With, with <laughs> <the> <laughs> <possible>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So was that just something that they focused on our men or was they did they do it for both and they didn't have a well, bigger result I don't know how much
0: semen those ladies are making so
1: <laughs> I mean I don't know we can go somewhere
6: else sure sure <laughs> sounds
1: like a plan <laughs> well, Have you guys heard the
3: study about the the mice and the um I don't know if this is considered epigenetics. How they pass on what they learn. They'll have mice and they'll shock them when they do a certain behavior, and that Mm -hmm. they end up teaching it without words, without anything. They end up teaching it to their kids, and it goes what like three to seven generations. Seven. I think it goes seven generations, and but then you equate that to us, and one we're getting what we've gotten from seven generations behind us, but then what we're doing today. And, you know, with uh, Psyche, the, the balances we're doing or the energy work that we're doing is now being passed down seven generations. So the importance of even just talking about it, you know, if we can get one person to start looking into energy work or a modality and start changing one thing in their life, that's compounding huge into other generations.
2: I can't help but feel like at some point in this episode, we need to do some, a couple of testimonies. Because saying that energy work works or that it's important or talking about the philosophies behind it is one thing, but in the end, like (laughs) in in the, 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 the point of any, of any modality is, is again, that number one rule. If it's not working for you, find a different one.
3: I was wondering what modalities everybody has tried. Like, I know we're all familiar with Psyche. Um, Has anyone, you mentioned crystals, Jen, has anyone else tried anything else, experimented with anything, anything you're familiar with
4: um for myself the only thing that I've I think probably the only thing that I can think of at least that I've tried is just um praying in tongues and trying doing energy testing beforehand and afterhand to see
3: like muscle testing is that how you do Mm -hmm.
4: oh cool I did a muscle testing muscle testing on beliefs beforehand I mean David's done it too we both tried it um doing muscle testing on beliefs beforehand and then just praying in tongues with intention towards that belief and I, honestly that's been my favorite thing because it i can it's like i can tell what's going on while i'm praying and i get like i get pictures and not not literal pictures but like i get i can see the process is happening in my mind and it's really cool and then yeah testing afterwards and and it did did indeed change beliefs <laughs>
2: Have you, have you tried EFT?
0: Since I have I to ask what that stands for, then... Uh,
2: the tapping?
1: I have. I was like, have I? Yes, I have. And I don't know if I would consider that necessary um, a modality because um, I went to an all-day training with um, some clinical people, so um, counselors, psychologists, and whatnot. And it it is very um, science-based, and so it's more of like a self-help. So, like, you might have... Um, I might have take a breathing, tr- like I'm gonna take deep, five deep breaths, or I'm gonna go for a walk, or I'm gonna sit and um, do yoga. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like a self um, calming tool, not necessarily um, change your beliefs kind of tool. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't be
5: changing beliefs though. But yeah, think- yeah, I still think it's yeah. energy, but they, just a
1: different form.
5: They, they tap the spot, okay. and don't they? don't right. like, different like you have to it's, think it, of happy thoughts or something like
1: no that. you don't have to think of anything actually um well kind of so it's based off of different um meridian
2: points Heridian points.
1: yes and so based on what it is so it could be if it's just stress there's a certain like you tap my eye or my arm my chest my hand kind of thing and if it's for anxiety you do a different combination if it's for um you know, anger, it's a different combination. And so what you think, you can think of that, that anger thought and you put it on a scale from zero to 10. I'm feeling a 10 right now. Okay. And then I do the tapping sequence. I think again, okay, it's dropped down to like an eight. Okay. I'm going to do it again. Or I might do a different, um, a gamut series. And then the goal is to get you from the highest point to either a two, one or a zero. And then you're kind of calm for that session
0: before we go too deep into jargon is there i mean i I know before i got into it i heard the word modality and i was like i just kind of fake faked it till i made it kind of thing like i was like yeah i totally know what that means something like a modality it's just a method just a practice yeah um but i don't know what eft stands for um Uh,
2: i think the t is tapping
6: okay
1: Thought. Um, no, it's thought therapy. It's like oh. therapy. Something. I should. I should uh-huh. have
6: all my. I resources. Know, like Google has it.
1: Unfortunately, so. my my coworkers have all my resources right now, so I don't have
6: it. Oh. Do you like
2: the one of the original sources? The original energy modalities is acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Right. It just works with the meridian points. Um, they were the ones that you know acupuncture and essentially invented the meridian map, mm-hmm. of which so many other modalities are built on. Um, and then you also, obviously, then you've got, then that uh, coincides with chi and more spiritual concepts
6: from there as well.
3: I was looking through this list. I've got, I found this list on um, spiritradical.com. And it's a list of a hundred different modalities. And there's some like, Matt, I know you're familiar with these. They have a float therapy Ooh. and binaural beats on there. Ooh. Like it's all stuff that's affecting <laughs> energy. They even put meditation on there. Um uh aromatherapy smudging like those are all it's all something something outside of you that you kind of have to have faith in that is changing either your mind your body your spirit your aura it's changing something about you so there's there's hundreds of different ways
4: i think when you start listing some of those off then it's like well yeah i guess almost everybody's probably done more stuff than they realize Mm -hmm. i've definitely done more of that kind of stuff (laughs) than i was thinking about right
2: i mean to me prayer is the is the original energy energy work go ahead Matt.
0: i was just saying like i know earlier it was brought up like the idea of of a walk through the forest has a certain effect on us and i was gonna say like well what if you kind of bring the forest to you in the form of smudging or maybe Mm -hmm. uh one
1: hundred house plants.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> there's <laughs> or the, there's your thing, Jen. That's the thing yeah. that you're there's your modality. Totally. Like That's that fun. is that is I would not doubt that in one bit that it If it me, changes it your energy.
6: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Or uh, you know, I think uh at least on television, they're portrayed a certain way or a different way. But, you know, people who uh, ingest the forest via cannabis, um, (laughs) uh, they definitely have a different energy about them.
1: I will will say using that as a modality, I have dived into that and I can have very strong um, conversations with with father and, and whatnot. And sometimes I will feel like I'm being physically like, chiropractor but not really it's just like the spiritual like get me back into place kind of thing um and after doing that i was at i was at church one day and um i have some hip issues hip alignment issues and my back my lower back was hurting really badly to the point where i had to sit down during worship which is like almost sacrilegious to me personally (laughs) like you don't sit down like you sang and you dance you do all those things so that's that's the level of priority, but I was like, I was in so much pain. I had to sit down and I was just like, you know what? Like I can do this. I can turn on that, that spiritual gear and, and realign my, my chakras or my energy or whatever you want to call it. And so I stood up and it it literally felt like someone had their hands on my hips and kind of just went and kicked it back in place. And then my back stopped hurting. I was like, Hey, like I can do these things. And so even though I used a um, a physical substance to get me going in that process and get it's kind of like those training wheels and now it's like I don't need that and I can turn on that muscle and say hey I can physically align my, my energies without any other tools so that's a personal mm. testimony Austin never heard mm. that
4: compared to training wheels
1: you're welcome <laughs> like, like
5: okay here we go what about like ayahuasca what about it Like, to me it, it <laughs> Are you would, it, would it just be like a chemical way to enhance or to open the doors to a, the subconscious?
1: Definitely. I don't know. I mean, I for me personally, like drinking was a really, I like the moment I would get drunk, I'd be like, thank you, Jesus. And then I'm like, <laughs> I am like the worst <laughs> Christian ever because I'm like having the most intense real conversations with God because I'm drunk. And then I met. This group and I realized, hey, like, first of all, my my relationship with the Father and the Spirit has been like bogus because it ha- hasn't been real except when I'm drunk. So that's something's not aligning, right? <laughs> and then the more you like focus and you turn this intent, it's like it doesn't have to be like, Lord, please give me that whatever you want. Like it, it, it and there's just these affirmations. It can turn into something real and where you actually ask for something and you're gonna get it because. You believe in it and I think for me using those physical things like helped me get over that whatever stumbling block that made me think that prayer was something more than just asking for a birthday present or whatever
6: mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are you hoping ah, to go that real sorry guys right.
2: <laughs> no we'll just edit all that out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
5: okay. ever since they moved to Oregon Washington
1: Washington. No, washington i was getting drunk before it sounds i sounds to washington me. Yeah.
4: it sounds like you're saying basically just the concept of getting past your logical reasoning totally. messed up brain mm-hmm. stuff
1: i think that's um, the perfect way to, to say it tina thank tree, you
4: tree of the- <laughs> yeah that was really really profound sounding uh <laughs> it's like this the the whole the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the sense of like having to analyze everything and figure everything out really, really rationally and not being able to connect with heart, basically, I guess, is what it mm-hmm. feels like.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if I think about it in, that, in those terms about what some of the things that Joni was bringing up, whether it be like floating, like in an isolation tank where your senses are almost cut off, like there's nothing to see, so you're not seeing anything, you're not hearing anything, you're floating in salt water, that is basically uh, you know, body temperature, so you're not feeling anything. There's, um, so your senses are kind of like, I don't want to say short-circuited, but there's just nothing for them to do. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, your, your brain has time to do other things, energy to do other things with. And, and I found it to be very, very interesting. Um, I had a couple of hallucinations while I was in there. I came out feeling extremely rested. I felt like I was glowing. They call it a post-float glow. So this not is one living. of those
4: tank things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: I, d- I mean, I, I would recommend people do it once, you know, at, at least see if there's any, you know, if the hype is real, but beyond that, uh, she also mentioned binaural beats and that's something that I, I really enjoy that. And then it's kind of on my to-do list to like, you can create your own binaural beats just with, uh, you know, there's programs that exist. And I, was, I thought it'd be really fun, um, to take advantage of what they call the, the Delta doorway, just kind of like a, uh, Calling of a gateway to your, your subconscious so uh, and then just kind of create my own affirmations and then slide them in during that, that transition where your brain goes into those that Delta brainwave setup um, where your subconscious is kind of like accessible where, where you're suggestible to things um, and be curious to see how my own um, affirmations would slide in there if that would be fun:
1: I would enjoy listening
6: to that <laughs> well, I'll get on it. <laughs>
2: well, that's there's there's so many different modalities. um We've mentioned psyche a few times. I, you know, Joni asks like, how many different ones have you done? That is a it's, it's it is a relative question, given you know how you define what energy work is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are, you know, as uh, you were mentioning in your research, you know, you found somebody who found twenty, and then there was forty, and then sixty, and a hundred and i think it's because the definition just gets broader for people trying to define energy work as these is more and more uh thing because everything's energy
3: it does get a little vague
1: after a little while and they're kind of stretching right. on some of them <laughs> honestly I though no. i think go ahead go ahead <laughs> honestly if if you turn the intention into it putting butter on a piece of toast is a modality like Mm-hmm. Anything that you turn your intention to is it's going to change your mood, either for the good or the bad.
6: Oh,
0: but girl, you butter my bread. <laughs> I was that's toasting the other day.
6: I, was <laughs>
2: so <laughs>
4: <good>.
0: <laughs> I got um, so toasted.
4: Well, I mean, honestly, like though even even like blessing your food before you eat it, for example, that that's a modality that's going to change the way yeah, that yeah, change yes. the way that the food is in your body and stuff.
3: We actually uh, we knew a guy. Uh, a guy named Joe that went to a church picnic and he would always bless his food, no matter what. You know, bless his food, not to hurt me. And he went to a church picnic and he was the only one that stopped and said, "Bless his food, make it not hurt me." He was the only one that didn't get food poisoning. Yeah, was
2: like Twenty-five people. He's the only one to get sick. Which, that's the you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, was it just his metabolism?
0: You know, just no, it's because that guy freaking brought the potato salad that had been out in the sun. <laughs>
3: But I think part of the point was, and that was one of the things I actually wanted to talk about, was that anything can be a modality in psyche. I mean, we got pretty advanced, and one of the things you learn towards the end is that uh, you do these balances to change your beliefs. What's that?
6: Spoiler alert! Spoiler for. Spoiler
3: alert! Spoiler alert! Um, You do these balances to change your beliefs, and by the end, you realize that you can create your own balances, Mm -hmm. and that's essentially creating your own modality. And I think part of that is following spirit, following intuition. If you feel like you need to butter your bread a different way today, then that's a modality to you. If you feel like you need to go lay outside in the sun, that's a modality. And But putting your faith in that, I think that's part of the key, is faith and intention. If you don't have faith and intention, then you're just letting the world affect you. But no matter what you do, if you put faith and intention in it, it's going to change who you are. It's going to change your environment. It's going to change the people around you.
2: I think the faith and intent, I did an article a couple of months ago, and uh, the, I would add one additional thing is awareness.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And Because and, awareness is essentially the initial thing that pushes you in the direction of, I need to butter my toes differently today. Right. Um, a lot of people don't have it So awareness is step one uh, intent is step two and then faith is step three. Um, and that, uh, as you, you know, I've, I've created a modality out of the things might, I, I enjoy sake, um, emotion code. I have experienced body code. I've never learned it, but body code is essentially emotion code advanced. Um, I've tried, uh, tapping wasn't a giant fan of it because there's, it's basically affirmations and meridians. Um, but the, where I want to get is like this, you are a three-part being, you you know, spirit, soul, body. And so there's energy work that affects all three parts. Reiki is largely a body energy work, you know. Um, uh, tapping is largely a body energy work. Whereas Psyche is more of a spirit energy work with your beliefs. And Emotion Code is a soul energy work with your, with your emotions. And so um, the awareness is not just, and the awareness and the intent is not just one layer. Um, The more you can become aware of the three parts of who you are, that your beliefs reside in your spirit, that your emotions reside in your soul and that your body obviously is, that's the most, that's the one that most people are aware of because it's our body. Um, But in your actions and stuff like that, there's, they're all intertwined. And um, for me, I'm just gonna do a shameless plug for belief IQ, (laughs) right? I got my little book here. If you see that icon, it's the Trinity symbol with the dot in the middle. I made that because it is the spirit, soul, body, and they're all intertwined. Right. And you, and that, that icon is essentially that that is you in the middle. And, um, in the process that I teach, um, you basically start with your beliefs and your beliefs, you know, it can, your beliefs define and create your emotions. Right. Um, so depending on what you believe about Trump, when I say his name, you're going to get a certain emotion. So it's your beliefs that create your emotions and then your emotions uh, are directly affect your actions, right? And your actions reinforce your beliefs, right? And so you have this spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body, spirit, soul, body thing. It's always going on inside of you that your beliefs create your emotions, your emotions create your actions and your actions reinforce your beliefs. And so... You can you can interject energy work at any one of those three points, and uh, and you can start to change the patterns in your life. And it takes awareness, it takes intent, and it takes faith. But uh, there are so many ways to do it, and there is no again the re- the the what's the right way to do it? Uh, the way that works for you, where you're at right now for this particular scenario right that's that's the way to do it for me
3: i think that's the best way for everybody <laughs> 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 but just,
1: it's, it's funny because as you're talking like and i've been with with you austin for a while with your teachings and i just have different viewpoints that i don't know if i want to dive into right now but i think it's great that as a group we can have different viewpoints and different um, conversations, but still come out uh, with growth. And I think that's what we're looking for, you know, is continual growth and not getting stagnant. So that's all I'm going to say one more time.
6: Oh, sp- <laughs>
0: teaser there. That- like, not make me choose during the podcast who I'm gonna, where my allegiance is here.
1: It's okay. <laughs> and I think again, it's, it's where you are on your personal journey and how it works for you and how no, what you I want the, the magical
0: formula. That's going to work every time.
1: Well, you would, Mr. Logic. The one the ruled them all.
0: Something that was, you know, while we've been talking here, I've been kind of curious about the idea of the energy that goes along with laughter, the best medicine, you know, it's often called. I mean, have you guys come across anything that, that suggests that laughter has its own kind of energy and you should spend your life at a comedy club?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. That I did not
0: research. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> research either. I just thought about it. I
3: didn't come times. across anything like that. I did come across sound therapy, yeah. which maybe laughing could go into that. But laughing is definitely deeper than that.
1: I I I, just, I spend time in in child cares, and hearing like a little baby or an infant toddler like giggle is
3: oh, you can't help but smile.
1: It's like the best medicine ever. Like mm-hmm. it's even better than me laughing. Just hearing them like giggle for no reason. I'm like yes, go ahead, Austin.
2: I was going to say there's, it is not laughter, but Ohms with a Buddhist tradition, uh, yeah. that it's, so what they actually teach you in, in some of the different traditions is to find, um, the, they teach you like the, the Ohm that is truly what you're supposed to be doing is the one that if you don't put any inflection in your voice and you just breathe through your vocal cords because that is your individual natural frequency. Mm. Right. And then they have another one where you try to match the frequency of the earth.
3: Yeah, the Tibetan um, singing bowls.
2: Yeah, and so there's different so sound therapy in there but one of them being that that oh like and, and everyone's level is different because you're not you're not trying to make it a particular pitch you're just letting it be you.
3: I wonder what happens with cuz you've heard those I think everyone's heard those rooms of monks all mean and I believe it is yours, but then there is a reality to like the tuning forks. If you hit one tuning fork that the one next to it will start to vibrate, mm-hmm. that your vibration affects those around you. So I wonder if they're matching each other or if someone starts and they all, also like I've heard in worship that everybody's heartbeat starts to synchronize. Because mm-hmm. you're breathing the same and you're using the same tone and you're doing the same, so that, that commonality and that, that corporate mm-hmm. uh, energies. I do you know some of
2: those humming rooms of monks. That's not that's not the only types of frequencies. That one of them one of the big ones is going for the frequency of the earth as well. Gotcha. So, but yeah, it's that the corporate reality. The what is it? The uh, the intention experiment.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, you got these and these different uh, meditation experiments around the world, um, where you know, was it? A group of a hundred people went into this city, and I think it was Iran, and where there was like. The crime was through the roof and everything like that, and they they said. Just
3: by meditating.
2: Yeah, just like, by not meditating. Not on anything,
3: well, sometimes not even anything in particular. Just yeah. by meditating that they like managed to change. 30 days
2: or 60 days or something? The environment.
3: Like that. Yeah, the Intention Experiment is a book that is just a whole book of experiments based on intention. Uh, it's really, really cool. Do
1: yeah. you know who wrote that book? Give me a
3: second. Is it Taggart? <laughs> yes,
1: Limit Taggart. There we go. Is it is it the same people who did, because there was a. Facebook I think video of like two the school with the two plants and the, the plants species. that, is that the one is a
3: different, different book the secret life of plants which also rocked my world yeah. um equally not quite as broad in scope but secret life of plants is you know amazing
2: That's a good energy testimony
3: Oh um yeah. you got the
2: pictures I think so I, I do I think I have them too So this was the beginning of our journey into woo woo land because <laughs> um, uh, we were Bible thumpers, uh, at least that, that was kind of our world. Um, and I think I've got it. If you can't find it, I know um, I have
3: them. I just don't know where they are.
2: You want to tell the story while I find them?
3: So I read the Secret Life of Plants, and one of the they do an experiment in that book. Um, a guy took two leaves off the same plant in his office. And one he just ignored and the other he decided to give just positive thoughts to. Uh, This was all just in his head. Um, So he did it for, I don't know, maybe a month. One leaf just giving it positive thoughts. I love you. You're beautiful. That kind of stuff. And the other one he just ignored. And after a month he noticed that, did you find a picture? So we did this experiment. Took two leaves off the same plant, same time, two different sides of the room, one, we said, I love you. The other, we just ignored. And after about a month, I'll show you this. The, this was
2: after three weeks. Of and they're just no ignoring. longer
6: attached
1: to the plant.
2: You no said. longer attached
1: to the plant.
3: Same
2: room, opposite side. Just room. thought. Yeah, we didn't say anything either. We just thought, I love you, to one, and the other one we just ignored. And this was after three weeks. And obviously, this is an audio format mostly. So one of the leaves looks like brand new. And the other one is starting to wilt pretty badly on one side. This is three weeks of saying, thinking I love you towards one and ignoring the other. I took this picture and I sent it to Joni because she wanted to know. And then I put the leaves back where they were. And I, for, I for, for whatever reason, taking that picture, mm-hmm. it's almost like I forgot the rules. And so I started, I don't know, did you change what you were doing?
6: No,
3: I think it was just you.
2: Uh, so I started thinking uh, the same thing. I love you to one. And instead of ignoring the other, I started saying, I hate you. This thinking. Poor hey,
1: plant leaf. You,
2: right. And so that first picture was from three weeks out where one leaf was great. And the other one was starting to wilt. This is three days after that first picture.
3: Hmm. Oh, one black still looks great. And the other is completely Yeah, the other one is still just, up just up fine. Black.
2: And what the one that was beginning black. to shrivel is like, Black is night. I and
6: I know so.
0: uh, the one that's uh, mm-hmm. looking pretty crusty there. That, was that stored in the microwave? Was mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that the <laughs> other side of the room? <laughs> happening to in the microwave on the
6: <laughs> yeah, right? Nope.
2: nope.
3: No, just on a table. It was
2: just three days of saying I hate
6: you. Jeez. And that,
3: that is the power of thought. Like when I realized that what your own thoughts are freaking doing to yourself, what they're doing to your kids, mm-hmm. what they're doing to your coworkers, and it doesn't even have to be in the same room. You can think these thoughts about someone on the other side of the world and it's your intent. It makes a difference.
2: So thoughts and prayers are a thing.
3: They're a thing.
1: They are.
0: Well, That's the been- conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> say, we've been going for about an hour now. Maybe it's time to go around the circle. And uh, if you've got anything that you've been holding back on or one last thought, this is the time.
1: Definitely. I think I'm going to circle back to my hook where I said re- redesign the feeling, recreate the life. Um, for me, I'm a very feeling-based person, and so when I can keep my feelings in check, then my I can focus on those redirecting those beliefs and those and those um, outcomes, kind of like what Austin was sharing. Um, and so, when you can attach a feeling, whether a good bad, a good feeling or a bad feeling, and attach it to a life circumstance or a belief, and then you can you can get your own formula to change your life and recreate it.
2: I think for me the uh, there's a parable that I'm not going to tell the story if it would it's a longer parable, but the long and short of it is is that all modalities are in of themselves, they're simply. Something to give your mind something to do. The reality of what is possible with just the the simplicity of the human form and the ability to change your beliefs, the ability to think a new thought, the ability to to deal with your emotions, the ability to to change your actions. There is such um, freedom available, but we have given, we, we often require crutches. We often require, you know, instead of just believing that I'm going to be healed, we need to go to the church, we need to work and our, lather ourselves up in worship, and then we need to gather around, we need to get the right person to pray for us. We do all of these things that we don't really need in of themselves. It is our mind's need to be convinced of them, right? And so, so many modalities... It's not that you need the anointed man to pray for you. It's not that you need the the, the the right certifications in order to help, help people. Like they're simply things that your mind needs to be convinced because it is about beliefs and it is about being convinced. It is about faith. And so, and I would say that all modalities are in of themselves are a crutch. um, for for the birthright that is naturally yours as a human. Um, but by all means, find the crutches that help you walk. Like there's nothing wrong with it. There's no condemnation in that. But in the end, we all have just the natural birthright of being human um, and being divine human that uh, I think the, the ultimate future of humanity is no modalities because it's who we are. So.
3: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think part of what I was going to say was just um, – you're a powerful person and putting faith and intent in where you're at and trusting that. So if a modality doesn't work, find another one. And if that doesn't work, create your own. So you're a powerful person and you do affect the world around you. So do it intentionally.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that makes me think like what you're doing right now is faith and intent just not intentional. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to be intentional about it. Like your thoughts and everything is affecting stuff anyway. Why would you not be intentional with it? And agreeing with what Austin said too that so, is something that I've been thinking a lot about lately is well when you were talking it was making me think of like spiritual placebo. That's basically what what mm-hmm. all these modalities are is um mean we, we know how to relate that to medicinal placebos, the concept but yeah, that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately is all the, all the stuff when you, when you feel like you're not in the right place with God and it's because of, if it's because of um, not doing the right quote unquote formulas that you have in your mind that you need to do, like there's no reason not to, to follow the formulas, like you're saying, follow the quote unquote formulas that you've made for yourself, but ultimately get away from the belief that you need the formulas
5: (laughs) um i don't know why but well i mean obviously i do know why i wanted to read this then samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers and the spirit of the lord came idly upon david from that day forward and samuel arose and went to ramah Now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord terrorized him. Saul's servants then said to him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God is terrorizing you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you. Let them seek a man who is a skillful player on the harp, and it shall come about when the evil spirit from God is on you, that he shall play the harp with his hand, and you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, Provide me." provide for me now a man who can play well and bring him to me then one of the young men said behold i have seen a son of jesse the bethlehemite who is a skillful musician a mighty man of valor a warrior and one prudent in speech and a handsome man and the lord is with him so saul sent his messengers to jesse and said send me your son david who is with the flock jesse took a donkey Uh, so it came about whenever the evil spirit from God came to Saul, David would take the harp and play it with his hand and Saul would be refreshed and be well and the evil spirit would depart and that is sound therapy
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I, I, I was just uh, adding that because I know there might be people that are like oh man this stuff is just so totally woo woo
6: and you know <laughs> It's in the Bible, so it's okay. Yeah,
4: because the Bible doesn't have anything people think are woo or
6: anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> no but don't seriously, eat, you, you <laughs> whatever. I <didn't> opened <laughs> a bigger
1: can of worms for me personally, but I have stuff to go study now.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, you know, Tina, you mentioned placebo a bit, and I've got a family member who is uh, trying to get onto a, a drug trial. And they, did, you know, they're just saying like, well, maybe, you know, I hope I'm not the placebo person. I was like, dude, hope you're the placebo person because yeah. then you're going to yeah. get a hundred percent of the good stuff and none of the bad. Like, so be, there, there's, you know, that sugar pill is a whole lot less, uh, less bad for you than whatever drug companies pumping out for mm. the big cash beyond that. The other things that are on my mind were something as simple as posture, you know, how much that can affect our energy and, mm if you sit at a desk all day and your shoulders are slumped, like maybe if you, if you're watching this, like you'll see me fidget around a bit and make sure that I'm sitting up as straight as possible at times. And, but uh, I think it was, well, I know it was Jordan Peterson. He had his um, Dr. Jordan Peterson and he had his uh, a book where he talked about how um, the lobster hierarchy and it's, it it was a great big deal, but how much just um, they were controlled by serotonin in their in their bodies and how our posture also affects our serotonin levels
6: mm-hmm. and
0: simply uh going out of your way to make sure you're you're walking tall you know so, walking like a king like that can make a big big difference in your life and then lastly i something i i wrote down to talk about in the beginning and never like really found the spot for was just how i can i can rile myself up with imaginary arguments with people like God. the self-talk is yeah. like so powerful like <laughs> like I sometimes I'll find myself being that grumpy old man. That's like, Oh, look at those kids over there making all that racket. Da,
6: da, 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 da. True and then story. I'm like,
0: and I'm like, how would I confront them? What would I say? What would I do? And I was like, what, what am I, what am I doing right
6: now? <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a
0: boner, <laughs> but I don't know. Like there's just, there's so many ways that we can positively and negatively affect our own energy. I think awareness is a huge aspect of it. So mm-hmm. Check yourself, stand tall. And, uh, you know, once again, this has just been a primer for this conversation. We've just hit the, the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more. Like Joni was saying, there's, depending on who you're listening to, there's, you know, hundreds of, of modalities that are already on the books. So uh, do yourself a favor. Find the one that works for you, share what works, talk it up. Something maybe we should. And then make
2: sure you judge everyone else who doesn't use that one.
3: Right. That's the most important part we didn't talk about yet.
0: Perfect. Perfect. (laughs)
1: That's the second part of the series.
3: Well,
0: a great place to do that would be to go onto our social media pages, which are (laughs) epic ideas. And you can just share what you want and then see what other people write and then judge them for not having the right one. Yes. Um, Perfect.
2: Because I know so many people who consistently change their mind based on a Facebook. Book theological arguments,
6: <laughs> hmm.
0: and maybe we can add that to uh, a tier of our uh, Patreon um, <laughs> Patreon uh, profile. The judgment Yeah, here? yeah. yeah. You, you can, you can, you can judge us, and we'll, we'll, you know, like give ourselves the appropriate amount of lashings or whatever. We can read I
1: mean, like the mean things can. that people uh, sell,
0: sell judgments. Uh, our, yeah. our version of mean tweets.
1: Yes, tweet. yes. Instead of out no, we us can us read the
6: judgment. <laughs>
1: Leave judgy comments.
0: Dollar per judgment. I think it's... (laughs) underselling uh, that one, but... Ten
5: bucks. (laughs) All right.
0: Bundle and they get a deal. Yeah, but...
5: uh, (laughs) Five judgments for four (laughs) dollars. There
0: you go. All right. That said, uh, thanks for joining us again this week and exploring the idea of biohacking with energy. Uh, We love you guys, and we'll talk again next week.
6: See ya. Peace. Peace. Bye.
0: And we're
2: out. out. All right, Jen, what did you disagree with?